Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Marty Smith's America podcast. This is volume 100-something. And it's one of the funniest shows we've ever done. Uh, we have an extremely special guest today, Teddy Gallagher. A lot of y'all right now driving down the highway might be going, huh? Teddy Gallagher, why doesn't that ring a bell? Well, I can help you. The Chanticleer Chandelier, baby. The Myrtle Beach Masterpiece. Our boy Teddy plays linebacker at Coastal Carolina. And when we were made aware of his glorious peroxide-infused lines shaved in the side, perm plumage blowing out the back of his headgear, we had no choice but to bring him to the masses on the Marty and McGee program and then Marty Smith's America. We had to follow up. We needed to know the story. We needed to know the inspiration behind the Chanticleer chandelier. We had to know how that moniker was received. We also had to know what mama thought. So we asked Teddy all those questions and more. What a great young man. And in and, and all seriousness, playing at a very high level. Uh, Coastal Carolina is a really good football team. They put a full-blown backwoods shed whooping on Les Miles and the Kansas Jayhawks, and they have a huge one. As Travis and I sit here, it's Monday morning, right? Yep, it's Monday morning. All the days are running together for me right now. Uh, we'll get into why some other time, but uh, all the days are definitely running together for me right now. So as we sit here Monday morning here in a couple days, uh, the Chanticleers will play the Louisiana Raging Cajuns on Wednesday night prime time on ESPN and can't wait to see that game. Teddy and his boys going against the Raging Cajuns. Yeah, you Sadie. could argue. Sadie. You could argue. Uh, hold on, Travis. You're good. Absolute hell. I don't know how you're supposed to work. <laughs> like, uh, I love these things called perfect bars. They are peanut butter. They're basically like big hunks of peanut butter, okay? And they also make some that are sprinkled with coconuts. They also make some that have these huge cho uh, dark chocolate chunks on top. I had one of those the other day. I, like an idiot, threw the wrapper in the trash can in the bathroom, and I look up while speaking of the Chanticleer chandelier in all of its glorious, glorious excellence, and the dog is eating the wrapper from the perfect bar. I think we need to get Sadie a kennel. Gosh, well, she has a kennel. She just barks for the whole time she's in it. Back to the game. I mean, Coastal Carolina, you could argue, this should be a top 25 matchup on Wednesday night. And I'm just hoping that that plumage gets its due on Wednesday night. Agreed, Travis. I, too, hope that the Myrtle Beach masterpiece Chanticleer Chandelier gets its due on the national television broadcast Wednesday evening, but we have some controversy, okay? Teddy went on Twitter and explained that the great clips in Carolina Forest made a, an egregious mistake. They have cut the Chanticleer chandelier in a way that made Teddy less than thrilled. So we're going to find out about that in just a minute, too. But before we get to Teddy... I also want to remind you guys, before we get to Teddy Gallagher and the Chanticleer Chandelier, make sure you check out our boy Stu Gott's podcast, Stupidity. This one, our, our conversation with Teddy is going to have you busting a gut, I promise. But Stupidity, that dude's going to have you laughing every single week. He's out of his mind. One of the funniest dudes I know. 
Download and subscribe to Stupidity and Marty Smith's America wherever you get your podcasts. Now I hope y'all are ready to laugh because, golly, this is one of the most fun interviews I've ever done. And Teddy's personality is perfect. Here we go. Teddy Gallagher, Coastal Carolina University linebacker, the Chanticleer Chandelier, the Myrtle Beach masterpiece, the excellent El Camino. Here he is, Teddy Gallagher. You've injected so much joy into just the way that we operate and, and with Marty and McGee on, on the SEC network and having fun with you with your mullet, but brother, we got to start with the great clips on Carolina Forest. You've issued yeah, a man. public service announcement to your loyal legion that they must stay away from that location at all costs. What happened to you there, son? So what happened was, so I was going there cause you know, I just needed to get it cleaned up. Like I was, you know, you ever seen Jurassic Park? Those like lizards that shoot out the <laughs> venom or whatever. Was, yes, you're a Vasilla Raptor or whatever the hell yeah. they call that thing. So like I was like my hair was growing out to the size and I was like, okay, I gotta get it cleaned up. And then so I went there and I was like, I was like, yeah, can you can you clean it up on the sides? And she was like, Yeah, and I was like, okay, cool. And so she's cleaning up on the sides and then I felt her like fitting it out in the back. I'm like, all right, fine. Like it was getting poofy or whatever. And then I was thinking about I remember what I was thinking about. I was thinking about we were, we were about to go to Buffalo Wild and get a bunch of wings to go. And I knew I was getting Buffalo. And then I was thinking about what was I getting from my other flavor. And then I felt it snip right in the back. And I went, my, I, I looked up like. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and, of course, like, I was respectful, paid for the haircut and everything. But, man, I was, I, I, I was, I was really upset. But, you know. That is, so, so, so I, 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 yeah, let me look. I still All got right. a little it's still okay. Look, it, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's definitely not quite the main that it was. Yeah, but, but it, we it's have still, time. Oh we yeah, have, we have time. And look, man, you're gonna be on national television on Wednesday yeah. night, man. So you gotta be tight. You gotta be cleaned yeah. up. Yeah, like a phoenix that will rise from the ashes. <laughs> originally, originally, when made aware of your beautiful arrangement, I gave it the moniker the Myrtle Beach masterpiece. And America really liked this. But then, as you saw, it hit me, man. It hit me like an 18-wheeler. <laughs> Wait a minute. This thing is not the Myrtle Beach masterpiece. This thing is the Chanticleer chandelier. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's as beautiful an arrangement as I've seen, and I'm an expert on such things, dude. I grew up in Appalachia. We had Camaro mullets, mini truck mullets. I've seen them all, Teddy. What do you call that thing? Have you given it a name? Have you named your son? Uh, I've not. I've not named my son, but I definitely have heard a lot from from my coaching staff about the Chanticleer Chandelier recently, and that that's pretty much that's pretty much what what they call me these days. <laughs> so it was well. The Chanticleer Chandelier was well received by the locals. Well received. Well received for sure. What inspired that thing, man? Well, actually, it was me and my fellow linebacker Silas Kelly. We uh, we were just we were in quarantine, like in it was like in I think in in April or May, and we were like, man, we're like we got to do something. We were just like, we're gonna grow out our mullets, like that's what we're gonna do. And then everyone on the team loved them, like we grew them for for the for the team because all the boys loved them. And then like the numbers started growing, 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 and we're up to like I think we're up to like. 20, 25 mullets on the team now. Our quarterback's growing one. Our strength staff, they're all growing them. Everyone's hopping on the bandwagon. Well, it's working. 
I mean, y'all are yeah. balling. You know, because look, man, I can see you. I was going to ask you who had it first because Silas has a sweet flow too. Oh, my goodness. His is, his is majestic. I mean, it is. It's a, it's a majestic uh, arrangement. I, I can see you guys like in a convertible El Camino cruising <laughs> the strip in, in Myrtle Beach, like wearing some airbrush tees that you got from Eagles. Yeah. How does this thing play with the ladies, man? Because, I mean, y'all are like – y'all are national sensations at this point. I mean, I'm not going to comment on that because we both got girlfriends, but um, – <laughs> But, but uh, I mean, I mean, everyone loves the mullet. Everyone loves the mullet. Not only that, I mean, it's it's been quite a transformation, man, because I looked up – like, I know who my Teddy Gallagher is, and I looked up this guy that's on – what is it? Let me make sure I get this right. GoCCUSports.com. All right. The official website of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. The photograph of this dude I see on GoCCUSports.com, that's a fraternity president. This dude's clean cut, clean shaven. He's well cropped. He's got on his tie. Who is that guy? We have to talk to whoever runs that thing and get this thing updated. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that last picture was 2018. That was a that was a that picture's from the 2018 season. We got to do better, bro. Yeah. We, we got to talk to we got to talk to somebody. We got to we got to hit somebody up for that. So you had a very distinct message for my brother from another mother, Mr. Pat McAfee, <laughs> of his disbelief in you and the boy. But to his credit, as a model American, which we all know he is, he owned it. What did it mean to you that Patty owned his mistakes? I mean, everyone makes mistakes, you know. And you know, I was just I was just happy that he uh, he owned his mistake. And because uh, actually, it was kind of funny. I was getting taped before the game, and they had they had like game day up on on the TV, and there there was no volume. But then I was like, I looked up and I saw like his locks of the day were was Arkansas State minus three. I'm like, man, we're about to we're about to blow these boys out. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then actually after the game, our uh, director of player personnel, Coach Colton Corn. Me and Silas were just hanging out, like, outside the locker room. And he goes, you guys have to do this video. And we're like, what? And he's like, you guys have to do this video. And you see, like, our brains are still rattled a little bit. We, we're not really getting out full sentences. And uh, he, he, sticks, he, sticks the camera, he sticks the camera in our face and tells us to start talking. And, like, that, I mean, it was just – and he's like, he asked us, do you guys, do you guys want another take? And I'm like, no, that's how we roll. We're one take, guys. Yeah, Silas, you know – it's always great, you know, as someone who speaks for a living, all right? That's what I do, Teddy. Yeah. And I foobar words all the time. Hell, I make up new words every day. And I liked how Silas just owned that there should be T-shirts with how Shantz is produced. Yeah. Are there the – have said T-shirts been produced yet? Because I got to have one for Marty and McGee. If y'all got T-shirts, I'm buying a T-shirt. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we don't make them, but I, me and Silas both bought a couple. But that, yeah, there we uh, there's like a there's a tweet that had the link to the shirts, and we we both bought a couple. Okay, I'm gonna have to buy one of those, man. Switching gears, man. Y'all y'all beat up on Kansas, all right? Yeah. Y'all beat y'all beat up on Kansas. What did that tell you about where the program is, and and what should we take from what you guys are doing on the field? Yeah, I mean we uh we played Kansas last year too, and you know that was a really close game. And then so going going into this year, you know, I knew that we were a lot better than we were last year, but I I didn't really know how much better. And we um so we went out there and we we just started playing and like it got up to twenty eight zero pretty fast. And I was like, Wow, 
Like, I, I thought we were good. I didn't know we were this good. <laughs> and, uh, and then, so, I mean, we just, we're, we're clicking. I mean, we, on defense, we're flying around, you know, knocking the crap out of people. And, and then uh, on offense, our offense is dominating. I mean, they had, they had like two, like eight and a half minute drives against Arkansas State. Y'all over eating suckers and, and yeah. drinking water and getting oxygen, just chilling. I was, I was, I was getting pretty bored. I was, I was like <laughs> on the sideline. I was, I was talking, I was talking, talking some smack to the the opposing corner that was lined up to our sideline. Like I was, I was getting pretty bored. <laughs> how, uh, I got two more and we'll let you run. Uh, how do you end up at coastal all the way from LA? Like how, how does that happen? And, and, and when you chose coastal Carolina, from the West Coast. Did you ever dream that this would kind of be what it would be for you? I mean, when I when I came on my visit, I loved it here. I mean, I knew in my heart, I kind of knew that I wasn't exactly a, a West Coast kind of guy. Uh, I don't really see myself going back there. Uh, but, um, you know, we, uh, we uh, I mean, on my official visit, it was just like a huge family atmosphere with, within, the, within the staff and the, the players and, you know, I, I once I once I came on my visit, like all the players were talking to me like I was already on the team, and you know I fell in love with the place pretty much. This place is amazing. All right, uh, last thing. What 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 is your mom like? What's mom think about? I, I can see you laughing because like I know my mama. If I, she would hate my beard much less if I had you know the the Chanticleer chandelier blowing out the back of my helmet. What what's mama say about this? Uh, well, I'll say my dad, my dad loves it. My dad supports it, but my, uh, <laughs> my, uh, my mom, my mom will text me. She'll be like, great game, heart emoji, get an haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Hey, you guys are hoping, man. Uh, it's fun to watch you guys play. I can't wait to watch you play on Wednesday night. Good luck. That's going to be a great game, man. Oh, yeah. Cages are real too. Yeah, they are. And I think, I think that's uh I think I think we had a Cajun fan working at the Great Clips on. <laughs> she's trying to she 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 sees that hair and says, "Man, yeah. he's Samson. He is Samson with that mullet. Yeah. I have to cut that thing off yeah. so that they will lose to the Cajuns." It's not gonna work though. So funny, bro. Hey, <laughs> you're a light man. You are a light. We appreciate your time. Thanks for being fun with it and having a great time with us. And uh, and God bless you guys down there. We'll be watching. You too. Thank you for having me. I mean, I love it. That's everything that college should be right there. It's, you know what? I'm going to grow a mullet during a quarantine, during a global pandemic with my best buddy who plays linebacker right beside me. And we're going to go out there with our hair on fire. And the, the thing about it too is while we love and laugh at it and everything and so are they, but he said now there's 20 some players like, Though, while it's a joke, those little things are one of the reasons why this team is undefeated right now and has a chance to get a big win on Wednesday night. Like, it, these little things bring a team together, especially during these times where you're stuck at home. Like, it's a big deal. What did he say? Twenty players? He, I mean, he's a coach is involved in it. The quarterbacks, the quarterback is starting to grow. See, Teddy's got to be careful here, though. If the quarterback grows a you know a beautiful mullet as the quarterback of the team, is is he going to steal some of his? I don't think so because when you're the original, you're the – I mean, you're, the, the original always carries the most weight. 
and it's when boring. you're the first, when you're the innovator, when you're the one that took the initiative, when you're the one that had the passion for the plumage, you are going to be the guy. No matter what old Johnny quarterback decides he wants to grow in the aftermath because all of a sudden you're famous, nah, I don't buy it. We did forget, though, we should have asked what his girlfriend thinks of it. Well, I did ask him. I asked him how it played with the ladies, and he did a good job. You can tell he's media savvy now. He fully sidestepped the answer. And I appreciate that. Look, do your thing, brother. But she either is – I wouldn't be shocked if she's like, I hate it, but I love you, Teddy. Well, I I wouldn't be surprised if she was like, man, I think that you are so much more handsome – that guy on the ccusports.com webpage is so much more handsome, but he ain't nearly that badass, and he certainly ain't nearly that famous. I mean, the Chanticleer Chandelier has garnered nationwide acclaim now, you know, largely due to Pat McAfee, but I'm going to take some credit too. Well, I mean, originally there was a video of him where he was celebrating in the locker room, and actually you and McGee played it on Marty McGee on Wednesday night. So that was the first thing that went viral. And then the second video was him calling out Pat McAfee. That's what so, really took him off. All right, so we were first. You were first. All right, so shout out to Brad Buchanan and his staff. That uh, Brad is our producer on Marty and McGee TV, uh, the TV program that we do on the Southeastern Conference Network every Wednesday night. Uh, Brad is our esteemed producer there, along with executive producers, Tom McCollum, Pete Waters, all my boys. I shout them out. Uh, and, and the great staff that we have on that show. We are a family, and they know how much we love mullets. This, that was their idea. They found Teddy, so kudos to them. But it makes me happy that we were the first, Marty and McGee on Southeastern Conference Network, was the first to give Teddy his due. Now, here is that segment. What a shot of What a shot of true. They stand true. We'll fight it till the end. We'll fight it till the end. We'll fight it till the end. So his locker room celebration, obviously uh, world-class. As the kids say, lit. I'm a 44-year-old white dude. I shouldn't be saying lit, but that's okay. That's what the kids call it. That was a good one, all right? They, didn't they also smash a rock when they beat Kansas, the rock chalk Jayhawk? I think they might have. I, I saw it. So I'm, I'm 99.9% positive that they did that. Now, all right, so after that, after we gave them their due, what happened? Our boy Pat McAfee showed up. And you want to talk about famous, that dude is famous. Mr. Pat McAfee, I once thought of you as a great man that held yourself to a high standard, and now I do not anymore. A knowledgeable gambler, you know, hot takes, good takes, usually winning his bets. And uh, But you have bundled that. Mm. You didn't believe in the shots. And that bit you in the butt, didn't on, it? On college game day. You don't believe in the, the shots is how it's produced, pronounced. The shots. The shots. <laughs> so Silas and Teddy call out Patty. He owns it like the great American he is. And now, uh, when it, you know, look, I'm sure that, I'm sure Pat has a Pat McAfee All-American team made it comprised of 98% kickers. But... He can put a couple linebackers from down in Myrtle Beach in there. You know, I was just thinking with this the issue that Teddy ran into with the haircut. 
I think he needs to get the mullet insured. I think he should too. Lloyd's of London. He needs to call Lloyd's of London to get that thing insured. And, you know, I, I, I dropped the ball. I just – I forgot to ask Teddy what it meant to him to be on the Marty and McGee All-America team. We did forget. Damn. I have failed, America. I am so sorry. Yeah, because he's the first – I think he's the first ever that we've had on after being named. We've had some people on and then named him to the team, like Pat Fryermuth, but Teddy has been on this team for a couple of weeks now. He's earned his spot. Teddy earned his spot in a big way. And I know – I mean, as much as I would love to have his reaction, uh, when we dole out the awards at the end of the season, we'll get his perspective at that time. All right, Travis, I have some homework for you. I need you to go find a T-shirt for me. They made T-shirts with the silhouettes of Silas and Teddy's mullets in the – by the way, I'm a big teal guy. I like the color teal. I think it's a, like, very, very aesthetically pleasing hue. So, I want this T-shirt. I think the T-shirt has the silhouette of Silas and Teddy's mullets and it says something about how the shots are produced because Silas misspoke in his video to Pat McAfee. Rather than saying pronounced, he said produced. So I need you well, to find me that T, brother. Well, they also, like the athletic director or the press, one of the high people at the school, they put out a video recently of a bunch of people teaching how to pronounce the full name. And then if you are having issues with that, you can just say the shots. Do you want to know why I know how? Uh, yes, I do, because I, when I saw it, I go, well, I know one person that doesn't have issues with it, and his name is Marty Smith. The reason is because when I went to Radford University, the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers were in our conference. They were in the Big South Conference, and we played them in basketball twice a year. And some of my favorite trips with the basketball teams and the baseball team every year were our annual pilgrimage to Myrtle Beach with, uh, to play against the Chanticleers. And we had a lot of fun and drank a whole lot of natural lights. Uh, and, and just, it's Myrtle Beach, man. What, Dude, Myrtle Beach when I was a kid was like a, I mean, it was like a, it was so beyond my comprehension. We didn't go to Myrtle Beach. It's like the putt-putt capital of the world. So is Eagles. Uh, the, the airbrushed T-shirt capital of the planet is Eagles Beachwear in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, which is why I feel like they should be producing Teddy's T-shirts. This is why we need the name, image, likeness to go through so we can <laughs> officially have these guys. Like, listen, I'm all for all these players, you know, Joe Burrow last year, but the real importance for the name, image, likeness is for Teddy. And, Dudes like Teddy. Yep. And then also you go down there and get you some saltwater taffy, like – I mean, the Chanticleer chandelier, I can even see. It should be it should be like Teddy's silhouette with like a rooster, a rooster top and the flow out back with the lines in the side and a 34 on it. That's his, that's his jersey number. So, anyway, thanks so much to Teddy. Uh, that was just so fun. I love it. I appreciate you getting him, Travis. Great job. And I think that you have – so you want to get into this thing I put on the Twitter machine, right? Yeah, so yesterday – and I knew it – once you tweeted it out, I knew it was going to take off. And you, you do this, but you don't realize what you're doing. And Because I even texted you. I said, it's going to take off. And you're like, what's going to take off? 
I didn't know. I don't pay attention, dude. I, so, let, all right, you tell them what it is, and then I'll give the backstory of why I put it on the Twitter machine. You do this. You log on to Twitter, and you just fire off a tweet and then log off, and you don't even pay attention. And you tweeted out yesterday. You tweeted at 1.43. So we're talking NFL games going on. NASCAR yes. is about to start up. You got yep. basketball last night, baseball last night. You tweeted, what's the one snack that when you, in your presence consumes you until you relent and consume it? And it took off like a, it, 758 replies, Marty. What? Yeah. Are you kidding? Everybody 758 replies. replies? Yeah. Holy smokes. See, so a lot of y'all who listen to this regularly understand, I, I will put things on Twitter and then just kind of leave it there and not pay very much attention to the aftermath. Uh, that's just kind of how I've – I used to be so all-consumed with social media, and I would let people's responses dictate my mood. That is just so shallow on my part. So I just stopped paying close. Every now and then I'll get on there and pay attention and respond to people and all that. Usually but Saturday not, mornings. Yeah, Saturday mornings from 7 to 10, I'm very active during the Marty and McGee radio program. But most of the time I'm just not. Well, Travis has access to my accounts. All my social media accounts, Travis has access. Uh, access, not accents, access. And – so he pays much closer attention to it than I do. 758. So, he, so the reason that I wrote that tweet was um, I walked out into my kitchen yesterday, and when I went to the Georgia Tech UCF game a few weeks ago, I bought like $250 worth of groceries. Bought a damn coffee maker. I mean, I, because we can't leave our rooms. Once we're on site and after we've been tested for COVID-19, we stay in our rooms just to ensure that we are, are isolated, okay, till game time, till we go to the stadium. So I was like, well, I need my groceries. So I walked out into my kitchen on Sunday, which I haven't spent a lot of time in my kitchen. So I walk into my kitchen, and I have all that stuff left over from that trip to Atlanta, and one of the things that I had left over was Target has this Archer Farms caramel cashew trail mix. And in this thing is cashew nuts, peanuts, M&Ms, and these, they call them like chocolate-covered caramel bites. Basically, they're milk duds. All right. So this is a dessert. I bought them thinking, oh, this is a good healthy trail mix. I, can, I like cashew nuts. It was a bad decision. Because I can't leave the stuff alone. Every time I walk by the jug, I, I'm like, dude, just leave it alone. Don't eat it. I walk over there. I unscrew the top. I pour a massive handful. I throw it in my mouth. And, and there you go. So I, I ate the whole jug. I've eaten the whole jug. And so that's what inspired that tweet. I could not say no. And I have – you can't imagine my willpower. I'm one of these dudes – that if it's something that is a negative in my life, it's a garage. I can shut the door and it's over. Uh, but I couldn't do it with that stuff, man. I'll guarantee you one thing. I ain't never buying it again. The snack for me is Cape Cod kettle chips. Those are evil too. I get them every time I go to the grocery store. So here's what's even worse now is I had been just getting them, you know, at the Target or whatever. But I went to Sam's Club and they got them in the damn. <laughs> in bulk. 
they got him for a family of 20. And so it's just like Saturdays, and especially Saturdays, just sitting here watching college football all day and just, you know, got a drink in hand and grab a couple chips and at each time. And it's just like they're impossible to put down. They have the perfect – they have the, the great salt. Yes. And then they have the perfect crunch and the weight. Like so much of the culinary experience for me is, is uh, texture. Yes. And like the consistency. And that's one reason that the caramel cashew is so evil for me. That, that like gnarly chewiness of those milk duds in there is impossible for me to say no. And so Archer Farms, Target, Caramel Cashew, I love you, baby, but I got to eliminate you from my life. So uh, Alyssa Lang jumped in and she said buffalo chicken dip, if, that is, if that's considered a snack. Yeah, it's a snack. It's definitely, it's just like a tailgate. Absolutely, that's a snack. And I can see why Alyssa feels that way. I'm surprised for her, it's not those donut hole things, that the center of the donut, because Alyssa is, is nationally known and renowned for her expertise on the donut. She's cornering the market on donuts. She ain't big as a minute. I don't believe her. I don't think she eats them. I don't believe you, Alyssa Lang. I don't think you eat those donuts. I th- she's, a, she's a tiny little th- – I can't – I don't believe it. Uh, we had a lot of uh, Cheez-Its. Um, one person tweeted in a photo of this, and I, I, I'm, I'm confused with this one. What is it? it? A, a bag of bugles, so they put them on the plate. But then they took Cheese Whiz, you know, like the little can, and filled the bugles with the cheese. Oh, my. That's like what I give the dog. I give the dog this thing called a Kong. There's something called a Kong. It's this rubber. It looks like a rubber cornucopia. And you fill it with, like, doggy cheese or peanut butter or whatever, and the dog eats it out of that Kong thing. The other other snack I would go with – Luckily, I have a hard time finding it, but Ruffles has a jalapeno ranch chip. Holy smokes, that's evil. And, and it, is, it is good. But what, what other snacks do you go for when uh, you're like, I'm not, Marty's not being healthy, watching you know, some sporting event? So normally that only happens when I obtain a substantial buzz. You know, once you get that buzz, your guard is down, right? Your, your willpower is shot. And so, I don't know, man. I, I will tell you one thing. This is not a snack. It's, it's a meal. But I don't eat red meat. Not my thing. Haven't for years. Uh, my adult life, basically. But if I'm at a tailgate or I'm at uh, somebody's home gate or and, and every 4th of July like clockwork, I'll eat. I, there's nothing like a grilled burger like fresh meat grilled burger, I can't say no once the buzz kicks in. I just had one the other day, and it is so unbelievably delicious. But gosh, do I pay for it later (laughs) in a big way. When your gut is not used to red meat and you put that shock on it, look out, Jack. We uh, Go back to sleep, Sadie. I just woke her up when I whistled. Brett Griffin tweeted Michelob Ultra. <laughs> we, had, we had somebody else. I'm trying to find the tweet, and he just said, does beer count? That's, I, I am so I, – I, I could I, – you know that line in uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation when 
Chevy Chase says, I would have been more shocked if I, I – w- I wouldn't have been as shocked if I woke up with my head sewn to the carpet. I would have been less shocked than if Brett Griffin uh, – I might have just messed that whole thing up. I don't know. Anyway. I've never seen the movie, so I can't correct you. What? Wait, what? Yeah, I've never seen that. You've never seen Christmas Vacation? You've never seen Cousin Eddie? Nope. Travis Lee Rockhold. We have to do better. Now you have two pieces of homework. Number one, get me the Chanticleer, Chandelier. Uh, okay, speaking of that homework, we'll get back to the other movie in a second. What size shirt do you want? Because I found the website. It's medium. Okay. I, I, need a, I need a Chanticleer, Chandelier t-shirt. And you have to go watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen it. I am. I don't get shocked anymore in this crazy world. Nothing shocks me. That, I am, color me shocked. That must change. We have to do better. I have failed you as a friend and as a brother. You must go fix that. I'll try to, I'll try to fix that as soon as possible. Uh, speaking of alcohol, uh, we'll kind of call this the segment, the Ask Marty segment from uh, James Burchett. Uh, he tweeted, long-time listener, first time taking advice, mixed uh, Jack Daniels with Dr. Pepper tonight, life-changing. Do you have any, other, do you have any other life-changing advice for me? Um, well, I told you, and, and so this is funny to me, this makes me laugh. So some of you guys know, I have a 20, not 20, I'm going to call it a 15 year relationship with Jack Daniels. All right. It's not paid endorsements. It's not anything other than my overwhelming appreciation for the brand, the product, what it stands for, what it is. And, you know, any of you who've read my book know about Dan Call, my great-great-great-grandfather who sold his distillery to Jack Daniel as an orphan. So it's been in my family my whole life and my family's 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 whole life. So it's very genuine. Now, when Travis and I went off on a tangent back during during the summertime about my buddy Greg Lear's sending me those seltzers in the can, uh, the, the, the pre-mixed seltzers. Greg sent Travis and me a gift. He sent us, you know, like a Jack and Coke little arrangement thing that was in a box. It was a Jack and it was a Coke and whatever else. Because I've said time and again, it's my favorite taste in the world is Jack Daniels and Coca-Cola. Well, Last week on a podcast, I told Travis that he had to try Fireball and Dr. Pepper because Travis said he loves Dr. Pepper. I, well, I, I, said, said, I said I like Dr. Pepper and Crown Royal, which was the, okay. the hook. Okay. So I said you got to try Fireball in Dr. In, in Dr. Pepper. Well, guess what happens on Monday morning? Travis is a little courier, buddy. His little delivery man shows up at the front door with a box from Greg. And Travis thinks it's his buddy Greg back in Columbus. So I get a knock on my door, and I can tell that it's a gift of some kind, I'm assuming alcohol, and he says it's a gift from Greg. And I only know one Greg. I got a buddy that I grew up with lives in Columbus. I'm like, what the hell is Greg sending me stuff for? 
And so I'm like, all right. But then I open it up and there's a note and it says from, it's from your Greg. And it says, try this uh, JD fire with Dr. Pepper. For the record, I didn't receive. <laughs> and I, when, when Greg, when Greg let me know that he sent Travis that little, that little gift, I let him know, uh, hey, hey, over here in Charlotte, I'm totally kidding. I don't need a thing from Greg Lears and Jack Daniels. They have been so great to me uh, for years and years. And But you were right. I'm Jack going to get it now. I, I've actually, full disclosure, um, I am going to go out to the ABC store and I'm going to buy some Jack Fire. And I'm going to have, because you talk about great fall drinks. There is, it, I, it is one of the best drinks there is to have that cinnamon and that Dr. Pepper. Even, dude, even Jack Fire on ice around the fire is the business, dude. It is you, the business. You nailed it. It is the, it is the perfect fall yeah. drink. And poured in a mason jar, and uh, I have to admit, the bottle is gone. It's been consumed because it was money. Yeah, it's money. And I love so, – so it's funny how – so they sent me Jack Apple. Greg sent me Jack Apple back. I think it was like right at the beginning of the pandemic. And so we're entering the summertime, and I would just have Jack Apple on ice – throughout like a lot of the summer, if we were, you know, out as a family on the lake, uh, tooling around on the boat or whatever, and you got your cooler, I would have Jack Apple on ice because it was so perfect. Like it was that sweet, cold, perfect, perfect summertime experience. And now that made me think when he sent you that gift, I'm like, dude, I got to get that for my fires because I'm building a fire every night. Laney and I are having a happy hour. Basically every night we turn on, yeah, I get, a photo music. From you. I get a photo from you almost every night of this, this amazing fire. By the way, I want, I want to bring this up too quickly before we, before we get out of here. I got so much response from Nashville about the Ray Fulcher conversation. I heard from his co-writers. I heard from his management. I heard like Ray won't shut up about how much it means to him that we had him on. We had him on, and y'all loved it because it is a beautiful story of a guy that had a dream, and I loved what he said. He, he has gotten to live two dreams. He got to be a part of the Georgia Bulldogs football program. He also got to go write songs for a living in Nashville, Tennessee, and now he's getting to sing them. I have that song on replay. Bro. I can't tell you how many of my friends have written me that they downloaded that. So they don't just stream it. They downloaded it so that it's on their phone and they can listen to it over and over and over again. It's a beautiful song but written by, by some amazing guys, Jordan Walker, whom I heard from, Ben Hazlip, who I heard from, and, of course, you guys heard Ray uh, discussing – how when he heard that song, he could not say, like, Luke Bryan had it on hold, and Ray's sitting there going, oh, my gosh, I hope he doesn't cut this song. Please don't cut this song. And the second Luke let it go, Ray grabbed it, and here we are. And I'm telling y'all, I expect – I don't know 
crap from crap about country music, but I know more than most people just because I have so many friends in that industry. Here's what I expect for that song. I expect it to be a Justin Moore-esque slow burn. Justin Moore has nine number one songs now. You talk about slow burns. Justin will have a song on the charts for 35 freaking weeks before it goes number one. Justin Moore's like a damn crock pot, man. He just puts that thing on and yep. just let it slowly go. Damn, Travis, that was a really good analogy. Look at you. You've been that a boy. Proud of you. I was real disappointed in you earlier that you haven't seen Christmas Vacation, but you just reeled it back in. So, but, but I, that's what I expect for Ray. Now, will it go number one? I don't know because it's so political. Y'all can't imagine the politics well, involved in I mean, number one as, songs. As Bobby Bones said, the, the business is very political. So. Yep. Bobby told us that last weekend on the show, or last week. What I was, what I was, uh, what tickled me the most, because we asked for people to leave reviews for us, and what it means to us, but I was on YouTube listening to it, and I went to the, I saw on the comment section, and one of them said that they uh, heard him on Marty's Miss America, and that brought him to the YouTube to listen to the song, and for That's that just so hit great. me. That that felt really special. It is special, and the reason that it means so much to me is not has nothing to do with you and me. It has everything to do with Ray. Yeah. It's all about Ray. That's it. It's it's all about Ray and a, a, someone who I consider to be a friend who has inspired my life because Even Though I'm Leaving by Luke Combs is a song that has carried me through. It's a song that when I was having insecure moments, snatched me up and carried me through. And so I love Ray Fulcher. And then when I found out, I found out through uh, Greg Stringfellow and Louis Bourgeois and Kyle Smith and Jeff Springer, my boys who are LSU and Alabama's equipment guys. I learned about Ray being on Georgia's staff from them. I never knew that. I knew about Ray, the songwriter, before I ever knew he was on with in Coach Rick's program. So uh, pretty awesome. And I'm thrilled for him, and I'm proud of him. And I hope if we even offer the smallest little bit of assistance in his career, that's awesome. Yeah, um, the, the fact that we – had one person listening go listen to this song. One person, that, that means more than anything to me. No question. Me too. Okay. Uh, that was an amazing podcast. Uh, for all of you guys who are submitting Ask Marty questions, please continue. Uh, we're so grateful. Uh, I want to go back quickly before we let y'all go to my man who uh, asked if there's any other life advice I can give him. Uh, I'm just going to take this moment to, to say this. Um, Bobby Bones said something to me last week that meant a lot to me. And that is that our moment with Jack Patterson after the Bama LSU game last year moved him and prompted him to try hard to consider other people's viewpoints and feelings in a little different way. Uh, that kind of reestablished something for me when Bobby said that to me. And I think the reason that it reestablished it for me was so many of my friends mentioned it to me. I didn't realize so many of my friends listened to this podcast. But thank you to all of you guys who do. And it just reminds me that kindness, effort, and passion. I've made a life on those three things. And I have not been kind always. I have lost my passion at times. Um, I always pride myself on trying to give full effort no matter what. 
And I can't recall a time when I didn't, but there may be. But I will tell you this, hearing that impact and being reminded of what that meant to so many people, because Jack is such a beautiful light, reminded me, kindness, effort, passion. Let's be nice to one another. Let's give everything we got to everything we do, and let's do it with an undeniable positive energy because this world needs that and we control it in a world of so many uncontrollables. We own that. So let's try to do that. I am every day. Thank you guys so much. Um, thanks to Teddy. My gosh, I love laughing and he got me tickled today. Um, Travis, great job getting him brother. Thanks so much to all you guys for listening. Please subscribe, rate and review, please do that. It means so much to, the, the overall product and ESPN's podcast platforms, it matters. So if you guys would take just a second and do that, thank you. Thanks so much to our law enforcement officials working hard to keep our community safe. Thank you to our fire and rescue teams, first responders, and the United States military. Thank you for your sacrifice in, in ensuring that we live in the greatest nation. We are free, guys, and that is such a blessing. Everybody have an amazing week. Stay safe, please. Wear your masks. This is Marty Smith's America. We'll try better next time. Thank you all for being loyal. Be good.